Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Finally, we have made it to the end of the Premiership season. Everything has been decided. The top four race has been decided. The bottom three relegation has been decided. But what hasn't been decided is what we think is going to happen next season. I'm delighted to have a very special guest. El Carlos de España joins us. Carlos Spain, the fantastic comedian, joins us for an end-of-season wrap-up chat where we go through the whole league table and... We pick our teams of the season. Welcome back to Football Pony. You've never looked more urgent. Yeah. I know. I look, I've never looked more Che Guevara, let's be honest about it. <laughs> I just need the beret. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you're very welcome back to Football Pony, and I'm absolutely delighted I'm spoiled rotten to have King Carlos de España Carl Spain is on the line Carl how are you doing? I'm good I'm good you know season's over thank God now uh, as we look the next season Manchester United are level on points with Liverpool (laughs) (laughs) That's very true let's talk well well, let's actually start off with uh, talking about Manchester United Uh, you finished third in the end yesterday um, yeah, how how you? That's I mean that's you would you would have well taken that at the start of the season. Yeah, I mean who knew that Jesse Lingard was going to score his entire season of goals? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually pissed myself laughing when I saw that coming through that Jesse Lingard scored because God Almighty, he's had a horrible year. He has. He, I think he's had difficulty off the pitch, but the yeah. the funny thing was I had looked on Facebook and there's a comedian football thing and someone had put money on Jesse Lingard not to score this season or and I just looked at it wow. and I was like oh wow and he came on and it was like oh that's interesting interesting <laughs> and it was injury time as well wasn't it yeah but even the manner of the goal you know yeah um, it's been a while since Schmeichel had an assist for United goal <laughs> <laughs> that's very true I on the um so United finishing third, I mean, it, it is amazing. Last day of the season, the fight for fourth place, and uh, United end up in third. I don't think anybody saw it coming. Did you think Ole was going to do that? No, I think what's happened with United is that after Ferguson, with all the some of the crazy purchases, um, mm. Marcus Rojo would be the classic example of 
the money spent on him was not just, I think when they got, it was Sporting Lisbon, wasn't it? They not just got him, they paid a lot of money, but they gave Nanny on loan for, for the season and paid Nanny's yeah. wages to Sporting Lisbon. There was that kind of yeah. crazy deals yeah. being done that, that were just, United were being... And, 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 and sorry, you cut off there. Sorry, sorry. we ended the footballers not fit purpose. Yeah. Basically, in the yeah. quad. And I think Solskjaer's job now has been to get rid of them, you know, move on players. Mm. And I think this summer we'll see another four or five move on. So it'll be 12 months down the line when you'll see a young. It depends on who they buy again this year, who they can get, you know. Who they can get mm. rid of? It's kind of sad. We, we could we could meet Inter Milan in the Europa League final, and it would be, you know, if you'd said twelve months ago, a team with Lukaku, Alexis Sanchez, I know Ashley, Ashley Young, Young, and even Christian Eriksen, who United have been linked with yeah. for five years. Yeah, um, you'd be. Oh yeah, I hope they win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. Yeah, that's that is crazy. It's um. No, but it, but third place it was Bruno Fernandez coming in was obviously yes. a big part of it. And Pogba coming back from injury because the midfield was too pedestrian, you know, too many. Mm. You know, McTominay, they're all decent enough players, McTominay, Fred, Matic, but there was no creativity. And also Mason Greenwood just maturing at the right time. Yes. I, I love him. I think he's um, he's just so direct. It's literally yes. like, you know, there's yeah. none of this flicks, unnecessary touches. It's like, yeah. right, how can I score here? You know. It's funny he does he does have that little bit of pizzazz here and there like very quick feet but he uses it very directly because even Ronaldo back in the day wasn't as direct as that you know he had all the tricks and all that but then he'd pass it backwards but Green Greenwood is getting his yard of space to get his shot off it's very like futsal actually he's like he can smash it um in from all sorts of angles but Bru- you're right about the Bruno Fernandez purchase I think I don't remember a player coming to the Premier League and hitting the ground running like that in a long time, and especially mid-season as well. Like, he's been outstanding. Yeah, I think that was the big thing, that he hit the ground running. But, I mean, for United, they were just missing. It was like playing without a goalkeeper or something. There was, yeah. there was just something so obviously missing in the team. Yeah. And he was just he, the perfect fit. And it made sense that they chased, that, you know, that, well, it's good that they had identified, no, this is who we need, this is what we need. And once he came in, it proved it. It's a pity they didn't get him last summer. I don't know if they saved any money by not having him. I don't think we'd be that much closer. Although, yeah. since he played, in the 14 games he played, I saw the stat last night that Manchester United would be top of the table since Bruno Fernandes. Really? Debut. Yeah, wow. Points. What a stat that is. Arsenal of Port. <laughs> City yeah. <laughs> not bad not bad for Barcelona yeah an amazing purchase and he's all because we, we will talk about that at the end but he's he's already gone into my player of the se- like um, team of the season sorry because he has been one of the top midfielders in the league even though he's been there for only half the season he has I mean he, he's been outstanding he's 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 not quite Kevin De Bruyne but um, no or, or, or even indeed um, I'm embarrassed that there's no Ballon d'Or because Jordan Henderson would definitely have won it <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over that. Uh, we could talk about that again, but yeah, but yeah, that's ridiculous. But yeah, he 
Bruno is definitely going in into the into the space of a Kevin De Bruyne type. Great creativity. I'm very impressed with his leadership. He was the the captain at Sporting for many years as yeah. a very young player and a very poor Sporting team as well. So he was carrying the team in a number of ways. And I think he's just brought that experience of being a leader in a team straight straight to United and just gotten on with it. Well, that was one of the things I think United had been lacking. You know, I mean, they all go, "Oh, Harry Maguire, he's you know mm. the captain, great leader." I, I, I don't think he'd inspire me. Fernandez is someone you know leads by example, mm. but you know, the likes of Pogba, I think, need someone to go, "Hey, what are you doing?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So often, you know, yeah. And with the the Martial is someone who you know, I think he plays when the other when those around him play. Yes, you know, yeah. So you know, and there's too many players like that. I like Brandon Williams, the left back. He he, yeah. he does look like he's just been released from a police station after being arrested. <laughs> Even last week when he had the black eye, I'd maybe laugh yeah. so much. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Vindelof, Victor Lindelof has uh, been decent enough. Um, and I like our Aaron Bissaka. I know he's not great attacking with it, but I still I think he's a fabulous defender. You know. I think that for me, I've just have I have scousers now texting me arguing because I sent them my team of the year and I've put in Wambasaka ahead of Trent Alexander Arnold and of course the scousers are going mad. But but, but from a <laughs> defending point of view, like Trent, for example, goals two and three against Chelsea the other day, like torn to shreds. Now he scores a great free kick, but Wambasaka like literally loves the fact that I don't think anybody has gotten past him on a one on one. Like ever, I haven't seen it yet. Anyway, he's an unbelievable no, defender. He's, as a defender, I think he's outstanding. Um, I think with Trent Alexander-Arnold, you'll see it. Um, it his vulnerabilities would be more exposed with England, I think, than yes. Liverpool when yeah. in some quarterfinal or semi-final next year, maybe that he gets torn apart. But um, I think he's a fabulous player. But uh, yeah, it's it's all. He, his qualities all seem to be going forward, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he's very yeah. little defending to do, you know. There's very little, you know. There's no outs, There's no uh, outside left who's tearing. No, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So with the United team, the kind of problems, the issues within the team have, like, you're right. And Solskjaer, to be fair to Mike, I suppose I got to give him credit. He has been doing a clean out. He's decided what he wants. He's gotten rid of the players that he doesn't want, and the issues that. The issues in the team and the starting eleven for me are always moving around. So, like the Bruno Fernandez uh, thing, like answers a certain question. But it's interesting how the the problems have come up all of a sudden out of nowhere. Of De Gea, well, maybe not out of Roy Keane would say not out of nowhere, but De Gea <laughs> and uh, and Harry Maguire uh, and and like that defensive core there all of a sudden seems to be coming a little bit of an issue. Uh, what do you make of the De Gea situation? Well, I think. My theory with De Gea is, I call it contract fat, is he's uh-huh. on a massive contract. He was player of the year, was it four out of five years? He, he yes. Was, you know, after his initial adjustment period, we call it, he was outstanding. He was, I, I would have had him as my favourite ever Manchester United goalkeeper because his saves were spectacular. Yeah. He really didn't make many mistakes, which sounds very dated now. That hasn't aged <laughs> um, But I think, I don't know if it's, you know, people are speculating that it's his goalkeeping coach is gone or something like that. But I just think there's not a focus there. Maybe it's like, oh, I want to be playing for a league title. It's not enough. And, mm. you know, he's off. Yeah. Oh, there's no one in the crowd. Oh, look, it's, oh, sh-. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three, you know, 
the three saves there last week, or the three goals last week, he would have saved every one of those. You know? Yes, of course. And, you know, they're, and you're kind of watching going, what's after happening here? You know, and I just, I, I just think it's, he's a load of money. He's just there. Ugh, and, um, you lose the hunger and you lose the focus when you have too much. A little bit, yeah. Whether he needs the break. Now, he had a couple of months and we all did with the lockdown. But I just, I don't know, does he need a break away from it or maybe to maybe the challenge of Henderson Exactly, bring, bring in Henderson for Sheffield United. Because again, for me, if I was looking at it from a United fan's point of view, I'd be going, bring him back straight away. Bring Henderson yeah, back straight away. I think he seems, you know, one, the, the, the argument against that I heard someone make during the week was that, oh, he's a bit young, it's a bit different being Manchester United keeper. But I think he, he seems to be quite a ballsy lad, you know. Yes, yeah. He seems to be confident, you know, bordering yeah. on you know, arrogance. But one of those, yeah. you know, goalkeepers, they're all a bit mad. Um, but I would, I would give him the chance. I think now is the time because it's, it's all about that United are young and dynamic. And, yeah. But the problem with De Gea is no one's going to take him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think they were trying to, you know, they might try and use De Gea to get all black out of Atletico Madrid or, you know, they're trying mm. to use him and it's going to be a Spanish goalkeeper, you know, like the same, yeah. with, the same problem Chelsea have with Kepa. Um, yes. That they use him to get Ter Stegen or, you know, all black or whoever, you know, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the same problem. They're just not quite right at the moment, but they're far too mm. expensive and on too, too big wages to, to deal with, you know. Lastly, on United, what do you think about, Ole moving forward, he's obviously, there was a kind of a, a really brilliant purple patch at the beginning when he first came, and it was just like, that That result in PSG the season b- before the one just gone, I always found interesting because it, it, it was a jammy result, it wasn't a result that United had played PSG off the park or anything like that, it was a great result, absolutely, but it wasn't because they were... Um, so they played such great football or you could see there was a future and how things were going to go. It was a bit of an odd one because everyone went over the top with that one and then they got knocked out in the next round. And But they were all about give him the contract now, give him the contract. Lots of things have changed. Do you think he's the guy to move you forward? I think he's earned the right now. But mm. back then I was thinking this is crazy. You know, mm. the PSG result, it was like Ollie's at the wheel and Rio Ferdinand. Yeah, all. It was, yeah sign uh, a thing. <laughs> Because um, you knew there was a lot of work to be done in the summer and you didn't know was he the right man to do it. Yes. Um, I thought for two years Pochettino was coming to United. I've yeah. Said it. Um, there, was a, there was a story a couple of years ago when Ferguson went and met, had dinner with Pochettino. And I thought, oh, he's tapping him up. It was around the time Mourinho, it was Mourinho got the job. But I thought Ferguson had identified Pochettino as the next manager because I, I felt he said to him, look, Mourinho's not going to be there for too long. It's Mourinho. Just hang mm. in there and we get, yeah. you know, get more experience. And I think by getting to the Champions League final last year, it kind of delayed the decision too much. He couldn't necessarily, if he won the Champions League, he might have gone, I'm out of here. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. Um, but by not winning it, he's suddenly there going, oh, I can't just walk away now. And I think, in fairness to United, they stuck with Solskjaer. And I think this season, overall, has been a positive. Um, I don't think third place is... I mean, I know, the table never lied. But I don't think third place... It's a bad season. It's a poor season. You know, Arsenal have yeah. been 
Or, well, that, uh, that's that's the one statistic that all Liverpool fans hate is like outside of the winners, this is the worst performing season yeah. by the rest of the team, by the rest of the Premiership in the history of the Premier League. This is the worst performing season. Yeah, um, yeah, so it's yeah. been quite a low scoring season, like points wise. Yeah, if Liverpool truly were a great team, they'd have got a, over 100 points. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that's an interesting thing with the po- Pochettino thing. I was talking to United fans this morning, actually, and kind of going, I I do think it's interesting because I think you're right. I think Ole has got himself to a point where he has earned another year. However, if you were super business sp- smart about it, I would be I would be getting Poch in now. I think Ole's gotten them to a really good point now, and it's like, okay, let's <laughs> let's hand it over to a guy who's who's a bit more experienced. I I, I I see the point, but the, the problem there is it's the same. It's almost like the same thing with Henderson coming in. You kind of go, well, maybe if the hair was a little better. But with Henderson coming in, as soon as Henderson makes a mistake or there's a bad result, everyone's gone. Yeah. Well, why didn't you give it yeah. to Solskjaer? And Solskjaer wouldn't be in a job. Yeah. You know, he'd be going, oh, I, I mean, I'd always come back if they wanted me. You know, yeah, so there's yeah, that yeah, added yeah. pressure. It's almost yeah, no, like they're they're never going to make a change until it's things are really bad, are they? With anything, they have yeah. to they have to justify the change to the fans first and foremost. Yeah, you can't shoot a puppy um, just yet, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> and he is a cute little puppy, is Ollie the but baby? I, face. I still think I think Ferguson still has a huge influence behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, Mike Phelan is back on the bench and Carrick's appointment. I think Solskjaer's appointment was. A, I think all the managers were Ferguson appointments. Also, I so, don't think Ollie's that strong of a, of a coach, for example. So it's it's important that that team is around him, Mike Feeling and Carrick and other people of the club, because they're influencing the way that he coaches massively. You know, because a lot of Ollie's rhetoric in 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 interviews and all that, it's you know Ferguson. This is what this he's like thinking Ferguson would like to hear me saying this now, kind of a thing. You know, as opposed yeah, yeah. to he knows you know he's he's he hasn't earned his own personality in that sense. But like he's 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 you know he's young in the game, I suppose. But that's yeah. the point with young managers. That's why he needed to clear out a lot of the yeah. Alexis Sanchez, those players yes. who've been around, who played for Guardiola, who played for... Whoever, yeah, that's true. You know, that they're not... Who played for Bielsa. They're not going to be going, listening to Solskjaer going, what? Well, we're yeah, exactly. Young players. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, young that's, players, a, that's a great point. That's a great point. Young players will, who haven't been... You know, like Mason Greenwood is... You know, he's only... Manager, you know, it's it's Solskjaer, really. I mean, some experience mm. under Mourinho, but you know, but in the first team squad. But he's 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 there. Yeah, same with Rashford and even Martial. I don't think he listens to anyone anyway. <laughs> he just seems it's yeah, one yeah. Of those guys, You know, he's way way. He's so French. He's like, oh, way. <laughs> I am thinking my own things, but uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think by putting a young a young squad together um, as a young manager, that's the smart move. Which moves us on fantastically into our next subject, which is uh, Frank Lampard at Chelsea, another young manager who is doing the exact same thing, dealing with young players, made an interesting move at the very start of the season and kind of told David Luiz, for example, see you later, an experienced player that maybe that's the same thing. I need to keep it young so I can influence the younger players. Uh, they, It's a great season for him. Again, you know, OK, they lost third place, but they would finish in the top four. They get into the Champions League. I think it's a little bit. Uh, I'm not a Chelsea fan at all, but like I think it's a huge achievement for him in his first season to get Chelsea in the top four and to be dealing with the ban at the beginning of the season as well. Yeah, I think that was that was almost an advantage to him because with Chelsea always having about 400 players out in loan, you know, there yeah, had to be true. some 
some gems there. And it was Mason Mount, he had a derby, and Tamori had the two of them at derby. So they obviously, you know, knew him well. Yeah. So he's also gone in with Jody Martin, you know, who had been the youth coach. So all the young players would have known them. And if the older players, you would respect Lampard as mm. a proper legend at a club. Yeah. You know, I, I think yeah. it's an overused phrase, but in fairness, Lampard is... You know, I think he's he was a phenomenal player. You know, mm. they, um, he's a proper Chelsea legend. So that buys you time. You know, yes. it's, it's in comedy terms, it's almost like you know, if you're playing in the comedy cellar to seventy people, and suddenly you bring out Tommy Tiernan, yeah, the crowd go mad, but they go mad yeah. for two minutes. He better be fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, it's yeah. The same, that, of it's course. That kind of thing. With Lampard, he going, oh yeah, oh he's a Chelsea legend. If they well, they lost four 0 to United in the first, which was a freak result. But if they'd lost the first six games, he's he suddenly would have been that West Ham prick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's so true. He suddenly would have been <coughs> fat Frank all of a sudden. Yeah, but I think I think he's done a great job. I think um, I think it's very exciting for Chelsea fans next season. I think Pulisic looks phenomenal. Oh. You know, Those, that, that that run he went on against Liverpool the other night, yeah. unbelievable. It's it's like he's, he's he's like Hazard. I don't think he's quite there, but um, I, I I tipped Timo Werner to be top scorer at the last World Cup, um, <laughs> and he didn't score. I just thought yeah. you know at the time it was yeah German striker young. He'd get yeah. loads of chances. They'll they'll shoot up the they'll destroy yeah. their group anyway. Um, he'd get eight goals, but uh. Yeah. I think Werner and Zayek, you know, I don't know if Zayek's going straight into the, without my accent, I don't know if he's going straight into the team. Um, They're two huge, amazing signings. And, like, they've really done them behind the scenes. I can't believe no one has bought Zayek beforehand. Like, just watching him the previous couple of seasons for Ajax, what a player. And it, there was no there was no buzz, but there was no connection to any big clubs. And this seems to have happened a little bit behind the scenes. And all of a sudden, he's at Chelsea. But what a purchase that is. Yeah, I, I have a theory with the defence that the defence has been so bad. Mm. But I think it's because Kante hasn't been in front of them. And I think yeah. that's a part of... Now, I don't, I don't know if that's... It's a theory I have. I don't know if... It, you know, I know Kante's played a few times. They're hot and cold, Chelsea. They can, like, beating Wolves yesterday was... I was kind of surprised. I think in Wolves... Yeah. Very, you know, very good side. But they but lost to West Ham a couple of weeks ago. It's like, yeah, crazy results. Yeah, but you put Kante in front and... Because I think, you know, Aspilicueta, Rudiger, they're, they're decent defenders. You know, they're decent yes. defenders. And yeah. whether it's just the organisation, and maybe it's also the fact that they don't trust their keeper. Um, yeah. Um, put in a good keeper and a fully fit Kante. And I think the defence, without too many... You know, people say, oh, they need four defenders. I, maybe one defender or maybe, you know, some of the injured players to come back. But there's so much going forward, you know. Yeah, Ruben there is Ramos a lot. Cheek back. Yeah, William as well, yeah. If William stays, you know, I think that's a huge thing. You know, mm. he'd be definitely one I would target if I was any other Premier League manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's been connected to Arsenal weirdly at the moment. He's just a bit old. But um, I, 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 what did you think of make of Frank versus the Liverpool bench there last week? I thought it was great, but I thought it was interesting that you're like... Frank is accusing Liverpool of being arrogant, which, to be honest, I have no problem with. You You know, winners are arrogant. But then Klopp saying, we're not arrogant. And also, Frank, as a young coach, needs to learn. <laughs> I was so arrogant. 
Yeah, it's classic. It's classic banter. The first thing when I heard that, I said was, yeah, do you remember all the times? Well, you know, if, if Frank ever had an arrogant manager at Chelsea, he would have called him out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's very if true. If he ever saw a manager on the touchline doing something wrong from his own club, he would have had him out. I think it's one of those things that, yeah, um, Lampard needs a couple of points to get into the Champions League and they were about to go 2-0 down. Yeah. And he's been yeah. wound up by this, like, the assistant coach is going, who the fuck are you? You know, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. it was one of the assistants. Exactly, you know, yeah. Giving him, you know, and I think it's because there's no crowd in that you're hearing all this stuff. Exactly, of course, yeah. It's Which is great. Yeah, it is great. <laughs> um, but you, I think Lampard is, can be a little bit sensitive. Um, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of Lampard, though. I think... Um, I think he knows. I think he knows. He he needs to learn. He knows he's lots to do. You know. Yes. Uh, but uh, I still think same with Solskjaer. I still think they got in because it was a poor season, rather. You yeah. Know. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. Even though they got third and fourth, it's the level of performance of a team finishing fifth and sixth. You know. But that can be all fixed in the summer for next year. So speaking of the summer, we're we're looking at two clubs that were like were far and away, like miles ahead of the of the the rest of the league. Liverpool, um, interesting season from the point of view. I made this point to somebody yesterday because they've been knocked out of the Champions League this season. They're in a really interesting period where they actually get a big break now before the next season starts. I kind of was b- before thinking about that. I was I was of the. The thought that City going to going to come back hard, United are on the up, and Chelsea and Leicester. But now I'm kind of thinking maybe they are going to completely dominate again next season. Um, what are your thoughts on on top four next season or, or the way next season will play out? I think Liverpool will be brought back to the to the group a bit. I think City. It'll be interesting. It'll be in the transfer market that decides City. They need defenders. Um, they need. There's a lot of. Work needs to be done. I don't. I, I still think they don't have enough strikers. Um, mm. um, I think the interesting one, and this will upset you. I, I was if I was City as well as buying maybe you know a centre half. Well, the port if he's fit or you know mm. on another centre half, I'd be uh, targeting Aubameyang. You know, yeah. And Harry Kane. I was there going, you know, if Harry Kane is to leave Tottenham and wants to win trophies. City is as good a destination, is the light, yeah. the likely destination. You know, yeah. he's not going to Liverpool. Liverpool aren't going to spend the money and don't have a space for him. I think mm. City kind of do. I think I wouldn't be surprised if Aguero moved on if they got someone like Kane, mm. you know, um, while there's still a value there. Silva going, it could be kind of the new era. Um, that's interesting Kane, about that's an interesting point about Aubameyang because if he was playing in that City team and he's playing. The number nine role, you could see him doing thirty goals a season, easy. Uh, but even out wide, coming in, he can play yeah. anywhere along the front yeah. three. Um, I think he's fabulous player, guaranteed goal. He looks so happy at Arsenal, does as well. You know, yeah, he, he likes. He likes. He genuinely done. likes London. That's what it is. He just loves yeah, London. So um, where he could end up, maybe he'll head off abroad. But I, that, that's where I think City. Um, I've let them because you know. Every match, even when City lose, you think, God, they should have won that match. Yeah. And, and they've lost. They, they lost so many games, and the goals that they concede are nearly identical. It's like they get caught on the break, and that's it. And then the rest of the team will, like, just camp for the. The, the other team will camp for the rest of the game. But um, 
yeah, they've conceded the exact same goal every time. You're right about the David Silva leaving because company leaving was huge on mm. their performance this season. And David Silva leaving as well, I think, is going to be... Because De Bruyne is amazing in midfield and Bernardo Silva is a great player, but he's not David Silva. And they do need... They still, like... They still need that bit of creativity in there, and to leave it all on De Bruyne's shoulders, I think, is difficult as well. You know, well, well whether Foden is as good, you yeah, know, I I can never trust. You know, I watch him, and I think, yeah, he's he's decent, but I can never trust the English media because any yes, English that's player, true. You know, um, it was who's the guy, Josh McEachern at Chelsea. They were like, oh. you know. They were screaming for him to be in the England team, and he hadn't even started. And he never did a stab. I think he ended up in Brentford, and I don't know where he ended up. Right. After. It was at Swansea or somewhere. But um, at least for exaggerated beyond their value until you see him do it properly, then you go, oh, right. No, there is yeah. something there. Yeah. It's like Mason Greenwood, you've been to 15, and you're thinking, really? You know, yeah. before, and you know, you, you never really trust it until you see it. But um, yeah, yeah. There's other players that they've gone to one, you know, you know, I know that's that creativity, but, but um, you know, Gundogan, Fernandinho, Rodri, there's a decent, you know, the decent population there in midfield. Riyad Mahrez, you know, it's, I think, up front and a, a centre half. If, they, if one striker, if they keep Aguero, um, I don't think Jesus is. He's, he doesn't seem up to it. He hasn't seemed to be up yeah, to it. Yeah, he's not up to that standard. Um, mm. But if I was Pep, I'd, I'd buy a centre half and two strikers. I'd buy Aubameyang, which is I sound like Stan Collymore. Pep Guardiola, should just go to Anfield and tell us, give us Virgil Van Dijk, and I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? Something great. like that last year. I was like, you idiot. I was like, oh yeah, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. I've been following the uh, whole uh, the. F- financial fair play issue at Manchester City with great um I've I've been really interested in it but it's what I find interesting of one of the things that has come out of that is Pep really angry at other managers uh and the way that they've talked about City um with the whole with the whole case that has gone on with the sport of arbitration and all that kind of stuff but in particular he fit, he um he singled out Arsenal last week off the pitch as being like apparently Arsenal organized People, clubs to get together to sign this letter to not give City more time to fight their corner and all that kind of stuff. Um, seems a bit of a a bit of an odd one for him to be getting involved with, but it, it I always find the the law funny in certain cases. Like you, like you wait for it was the some of the the offences were more than five years before, so it goes against their own statute. That's, yes, yeah, you know, but that's like. Um, this man, yeah, but I killed him 21 years ago. Oh, oh, yeah. oh with a 20 year, you know, yeah, and it's going with the crime. It was also this was uncovered because it was leaked or hacked emails, you know, which yes. again, you know, um, yeah, I, I just I think I think there was a lot. I think UEFA just made a big balls of it, like that the initial two year ban was completely disproportionate to things that they had uh, yeah. fined Paris Saint-Germain for or Galatasaray for for example for the same things so it was disproportionate and then but also just a weird thing that like the, apparently eight clubs Arsenal Liverpool uh, I assume United had kind of got together and you know had said come on don't let don't give them more time to deal with this or whatever it was and Pep really coming out and just being singling out Arsenal in particular but then he's pointing fingers at Klopp and pointing fingers at uh, Mourinho as well 
an odd, odd thing to be get. Usually managers are like, just look, I look after what's on the pitch kind of a thing, but he really let this get to him. Uh, I think he's such an intense guy. I mean, so intense. he's a phenomenal manager. But yeah, I, you know, um, I, I, I always, I, I was doing it, I was entertaining my father there recently by describing all the Premier League managers as neighbours and what they would be like. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember, like, like Brendan Rodgers is the one who leaves the house at seven o'clock every morning, but he's lost his job for three months. Um, <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, that, but Pep Guardiola is the guy who lives six doors up and knocks on your door going, who's parked outside my house? Whose car is that? And you're going, yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. Calm you know, down. Marine borrows your lawnmower. Marine <laughs> borrows your lawnmower and never gives it back. And even when you collect it, he goes, uh, you know, drop it back up. I'll be cutting the lawn again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your Jurgen is the born again Christian neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Sean Dyche has a washing machine in the front garden. You know. <laughs> He's always wearing a wife beater. <laughs> no one's allowed to play with his kids. Oh, that's a guy. Oh, John. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? So uh, August. At least I was a bit sad that the Premiership did finish. Um, yesterday uh, but at least we do have Champions League coming up in the next month how do you think City are going to fare in that um, it's, it's hard to know how teams you know because of like teams um, not playing like uh, PSG came back and played in the French Cup final but Mbappe yeah. got injured so you don't know if he's oh. fit that was, uh, you see that tackle? That was filthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know what? Just, as soon as I saw, I saw Mbappe running through and I just saw the grey hair of the guy before the tackle even, before the tackle even happened, I knew he was going to do him. I just knew it. <laughs> he was just like an old guy just going, um, this is not happening to me now, buddy. Oh, it was, it was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear stories of that of uh, League of Ireland of young fellas. Totally. Um, you know, you do that again, I'll break your legs. I'd, you know? I'd my, my cruciate ligament done in Leinster Senior League on the exact same thing. It was just a guy sent on to go. We were 1-0 we were up in a game and, and it was end of season. The league was over uh, and I was just having a dilly-dally in the middle of the park, having a bit of crack. And the manager sent this guy on. I swear to God, he, he snapped my uh, ruptured posterior cruciate ligament. But I was doing a 1-2 with a guy and rather he didn't actually mean to do me as bad as he did, but it was just the way my leg was planted. But I had laid it off to someone and was going, running, turning back to get it chipped over the top. And he just went, boom, through me. So I wasn't going anywhere. And you want to hear the pop. But it's like, it's the, yeah, it's the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have it in, in Limerick with Noel King, who was... Uh, no. Noel King skipped. Sorry, one sec. You're, you're breaking up there, Carl. Sorry. Go on, say again. Say again, Noel King. Noel King, when he was manager of Limerick, he, he used to get be screaming. You know, he was he named himself as a substitute, and then he'd be <laughs> screaming, and because he's out of his technical area, and the ref would start coming over, and Noel King would start running up and down the line as if he's warming <laughs> up. <laughs> but I'm out of my technical area as a substitute. Yeah, yeah, I'm warming up. up. I'm warming up. <laughs> nail someone and you go oh my god oh, yeah yeah standard so yeah City Champions League there, so they are actually they're 2-1 up I think or 1-0 I can't remember against Real Madrid after yeah. the first leg and they've got away goals uh, they finished well against Norwich but Real Madrid have just won the league be it, it's going to be an interesting game 
I think it'd be good. I think the, the thing with City is that they, I think they won the last few games. It was look, you know, at least the last five. I was looking at the form table, um, mm. you know, on the league table, the match of the day last night, and you're going, oh, the winning matches, scoring goals. I think it's such a big thing. The problem sometimes with City in the Champions League is Pep Guardiola plays Raheem Sterling as a right back, or you know, does something mad. Do you know what I mean? He does, Frankly, doesn't he? He, 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 he wants Liverpool, when Liverpool beat him that time. He does crazy yeah. things. He did it. He actually did it against um, uh, Real Madrid in the first leg uh, for some of the game. Kevin De Bruyne he was the number nine. Player. Yeah, and it's like it's he wants to bamboozle him for just for his. It's like for his own ego. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's always an odd move. Well, I think I I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too upset with City winning. I remember when Chelsea won the Champions League and I felt, that, yeah, they're old one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After, yeah. After everything from 2004, you know. Yeah. Um, and two, the, and the, the, the ghost goal and all the different things and missed penalties and everything you felt. Yeah. Uh, you can't. Oh, you got to get them on. Yeah, yeah. And I think City are in that kind of state now i think it would be a nice story for david silva to exactly win champions league and david silva kevin de bruyne you'd love to see them winning a champions league yeah i think there's it, it, they play beautiful football so i mean that's the the ultimate thing um I, yeah i think they're as good as chance as any i mean Bayern uh looked to be in great form most of the season but Again, are they playing? Is, I don't know how strong the German league is, and they've had a few weeks off now, so it could be yes. different. Let's go. Let's finish up here by doing a couple of things. We'll go through the league and have a quick comment on where we think we're at. And I'd like to go through the, some of the managers as well, because as we were chatting before we started, uh, Marcelo Bielsa is going to be in the Premier League next year, which is exciting on loads of levels because, you know, even Pep says that he's he's his god or whatever do you know what I mean he's mm. the, um, so and it's going to be great to have Leeds back but Liverpool just going through the, the league Liverpool finished on 99 points not 100 and um, uh, well, they're definitely going to be up there next season obviously um, I, th- well, I think they'll be up there, but I think they've had two f- phenomenal seasons um, I'm waiting for I, the clock burnout because that happens with his I teams th- well I think I think we got a taste of next season after the the, the league was in, yeah, yeah, and in 2020 in general, I think. Sorry, you cut off there again. Firm, they've, they've just been a little bit off. Klopp, yeah. I, and I don't think they're buying players, so there could be a little bit of staleness next year. I think yeah. the three strikers um, are getting... I think Salah was a little bit off from last season. I still think he's a yeah. fabulous player. I think yeah. Mane is fantastic. I think Firmino doesn't score enough goals, even though... He's a beautiful foil for the other two. Yes. But, still, you know, it, but if they get Thiago Alcantara, who they've been heavily linked with, Ooh, I'll be very What a player. The, what a player. Sensational footballer, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see him in the Premiership, but I think if they get someone like that, that would be huge. Um, yeah. That would make them very difficult to play against. Uh, Man City, obviously, going to be up there. They finished second on 81 points. I mean, they're, they're going to be up there, thereabouts. And they're going, they are going to make signings now, and they're not banned from the Champions League. So, positive vibes yeah, there Yeah, there's again. been a bit of a release, a looseness on the financial fair play. So, they will be in a position to buy players. Um, yes. 
yeah, I think uh, some shrewd business, and I think they'll be well up there. Uh, they, they were my f- I picked them to win the league this year. I, I, I'd probably pick them to win it again next year. Um, oh, really? Okay. So that I means think on, on the their best, I think they're <laughs> absolutely fun. at their best. They're, they're they're better than the rest. You know, I know that yeah. I know Liverpool fans, but. But I think even Jurgen Klopp's, I mean, they definitely play the best football by a long shot. And even though, you're right, it is this weird thing where they are losing a game and you're still kind of going, yeah, but they were unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's it. It was, just, it was just, it was, a, it was an odd season in, the, in, in, in respect. But I think De Bruyne is, the, is, for me, was player of the season without a doubt. Robbed, yeah. absolutely robbed. The, the, the statements of, I, th- I think if he was English, he'd have won it every year. Exactly. Since, Playing. Yeah, but the Henderson thing. I mean, I I don't want to take from Henderson. You know, he had a great season. He's a he's a fine player. But the Brian, you know, the, the, the people who voted for Henderson, they're going, oh well, for the football alone, maybe De Bruyne. But you're going, yeah, that it's football. That's all the it's year. about exactly. It's, it's so frustrating. Of the year. It's not best English player in the league of yeah. the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it's a little unfair. Like Aguero never gets mentioned in any of yeah. these awards. But then again, England did have a war with Argentina. Yeah. A lot of were young. I, I, it'd be interesting if an Argentinian ever wins at a, such an award in England. Um, in third place, Manchester United, 66 points. Do you see them moving? It'll be inter- it'll, Next season is the tester for Ole, I think. It'll be interesting to see if he can get them into the top Yeah, next again. season is the proof. And I think yeah. um, they just need more bodies in into yeah. the squad um, get rid of I mean Phil Jones you know there's still a few there that aren't you know even the likes of Smalling out on loan if he comes back I'd say he'll go back to Italy or Sanchez yes. I, yeah I think a few bodies in and better squad I don't know if there's more to come from the youth squad um, but yeah I think and you're going to see Mason, Mason, Mason Greenwood is going to tear it up next season I think I think so, but I think third is kind of United ceiling at the moment. I think Liverpool mm. and City are That's much better teams. Unless they Chelsea. have a bit of a crap. Yeah, Chelsea uh, in the end finished fourth level on points with United on 66. And as we were saying, a great season for them. Leicester, um, Leicester, interesting one. They really kind of shot the bed since the, after lockdown, didn't they? They really um, seemed yeah, like a different not, team. The, Madison was out and... Um, I know Chilwell was out there recently, but he's been playing up until recently. They've been missing a few players. Um, yeah. Indeed, he was missing for a bit at when, the, yeah. when the results had to go bad. Again, like my point about Kante earlier, I think that yes. was a big factor for them. And like any team of that ilk, of that size, you take out one or two key players, they just don't have the players to fill in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. Liverpool could get by without Salah for a season, you think. You know, mm. you know, they could get by without certain individuals, but you take key players out of Leicester and they and they fade away. I thought Rogers I think- was saying, you know, he was like, Oh, this is great. He was saying all the wrong stuff, I think, in recent weeks. Yeah, yeah. He really was. He was doing what he did at live at the end of Liverpool. Like you're having these really bad results, really bad performances. The one that pissed me off was the Arsenal game in particular, where he was like, "Well, we dominated that game." I was just like, "That's a lie," yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, um, and uh, so that's that's doing them no favors. I actually on that basis and the form towards the end of this season and the very good point you make about them losing one or two players. Yeah, I see them finishing lower down the table next season. But, I do too um, because I think they might like Chilwell has been linked with Chelsea and Oddubs. he's been linked with I think it was he was linked with Liverpool for years but then he, I think he's been linked with Chelsea since Lampard went in 
But yeah. if someone like Chilwell and Ndidi go and they might get money, Leicester, and they don't seem short of money. But Vardy, I know he's top scorer. He'll be a year older. Um, yeah. They've kind of been sussed out. I think it could be a, a tough season for Leicester next yeah. year. Tottenham finished. <laughs> it Tottenham. <laughs> Tottenham, it depends on how much Mourinho is allowed to be Mourinho. If you give Mourinho yeah. the money to go and buy his players, you know, I don't see Levy doing that. I, I, I find I find that a fascinating. Um, I thought it was a fascinating signing from from uh, yeah, weird marriage Tottenham. of inconvenience, you know. Weird marriage, yeah, yeah, weird because like like Pochettino was sick of Daniel Levy by the end of his time at Spurs, and he was pretty much saying that in press conferences coming up to the Champions League final. Um, and uh, I don't think there is money there. They just built a new stadium. That you know. Apparently, Toby Alderweireld has just left today. Or no, sorry, Vertonghen has just left today, so he's right. left Spurs. I don't know where he's gone, but he's gone. Um, he's going and, to wrong uh, You're right. Um, but yeah, it'll be in with regards what we've just talked about there. The clash of the um, of the managers, uh, Mourinho being all these big name managers that we have here, like uh, Klopp. Pep Guardiola, Solskjaer, Lampard, Rodgers, but Jose Mourinho and then Nuno Espirito Santo, who's been an amazing coach as well. And you can add into the mix uh, Bielsa, Ancelotti at Everton. He's obviously yeah. going to want to make a mark. Like John Dyche. John Dyche, yeah, yeah. Um, Sean Dyche, absolutely. And uh, like all these, the, you know, there's it's a, a real cool collective of heavy hitter managers going to be there. Even, I, I, I know I'll be laughed at, but Roy Hodgson uh, as, yeah. as a pedigree, you know, for inter, you know multiple international jobs, Inter Milan, mm. a couple of times, you know. Yeah. Um, um, leagues in Sweden. And I think, I mean, the talk of uh, Sean Dyche taking over at Palace and Hodgson moving on, there's a logic to that. Um, yeah. It's, it's, with does. Hodgson at this stage, it's age. Like he's not, he's not a young man. You know, he want to no, yeah, retire yeah. as well. I mean, that's it. He wouldn't want to go. But if he did leave Palace, you know, you could only see him coming in mid-season, a team from relegation or something. You yeah, know, that's the kind of job. Yeah, you'd expect him to have. Uh, yeah, but all the way down, even Slavin Bilic coming back. You know, um, yes. Chris Wilder, Brown. let's not let's not forget Chris Wilder as well. Oh, what a job he's done yeah, at Sheffield United. What a job he's done. But the, I think there's there's a bit there with Wilder and Dyche would be an example of if they were taken by another club, you could see relegation and happening mm. to Sheffield United and Burnley relatively yeah. quickly. You know, yeah. you think yeah. you know, the the whole thing could fall apart. Um yeah, I think Everton will spend, I think Ancelotti will have time and they'll be a better team. So I think it'll be a I think they're going to they're going to like they've finished Everton have now finished twelfth this season on forty nine points. Um, I think you're going to see Ancelotti really put a mark on a little bit of a clean up, and they have money to spend. Yeah, um, yeah. I I see them becoming you know moving a little bit further up the table as well. Um, and well, we haven't spoken about Nuno Espirito Santo. I've like I've seriously impressed with him and Wolves. For me, they're they've been my favorite team of of that level to kind of they've just missed out on Europa but the football they play but the 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 he like I can't believe he was a goalkeeper when he played but maybe that's what made him a better coach he was constantly watching the game but amazing coaching and just the way he holds himself he carries himself in interviews and conferences as well really impressed with him it's a golden era when I was a child Wolves were in the the old first division yeah reasonably competitive um and I lived in Wolverhampton for a year in college, so I was in the city. Wow. Um, 
And it's probably better they have foreign players because the Wolverhampton accent is horrendous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a badly tuned Birmingham accent. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the players, I mean, it, again, it's a mark of the quality of the team when you see Raul Jimenez has been linked with likes of Real Madrid or, you know, Ruben Neves has been linked with big clubs. You know, they're all... Um, it's it's George Mendes as the, is the, as the agent. Um, of course, yeah, super agent. He's getting them these great Portuguese players that will probably be sold on. You see, the, the thing I think is someone, you know, like even the guy Podense there came in at the end who I'd never heard of. And, you know, there's... Um, like, take Ruben Neves for an example. Let's say he was sold for 50 million in the summer. I'm wondering how much of that goes to George Mendes and how much goes to Wolves. I know I don't yeah. know what the deal was there. That's where I don't know. Um, you know, Wolves have, if they've sold their soul a little bit in respect to um, yeah. their future. But at, at the moment, you go there's they're still in the Europa League. You know, they're the kind of team that you could see. You know, the, the way the season has has been changed. You know, now they have a break and just focus on the Europa League. So it's like a yeah. tournament. I think, yeah. you know, this could go anyway. You know, and yeah. they're one-off matches as well, aren't they? they um, yeah. You know, you, you don't know who's going it's, it's It's going to be... I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I'm a bit of a fan of Wolves, all right. Yeah, I think they've... Um, I think they have a fabulous team. You know, well, they're always good to watch. And Adama Traore is... Oh, what a tank. What a player. Oh, my God. Just, what a player. He he looks like he should be a defensive midfielder who's brought on to yeah. give you a push injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. He's so he's, like, built, but, um, he's so so fast, so quick feet. It's crazy, and what a shot as well. Finishing just below, uh, and we'll 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 finish on this one. I suppose we've talked a little bit about everybody else, but finishing just below, three points below Wolves is Arsenal. Um, still have an FA Cup final to play on uh, Saturday coming. Come on, you gunners! Um, <laughs> it, it's been it's been a topsy turvy season for Arsenal. I was there at one of the very low webs at Emirates when Xhaka got booed off the pitch. Oh and, yeah. yeah. Um, that that day, Una, we've changed managers. We've had three managers this season. Unai Emery really just drove the team into the ground before he left. Freddie Lundberg took over, and it took way too long to get a replacement. Uh, it it seemed it was pretty obvious earlier on that Lundberg was not the man to lead. And Arteta's come in, and certainly Ar- Arsenal fans are a big fan of his. Um, when, when he got the job, or when, sorry, when they were looking for him last summer. I was t- mm. I, sorry. The summer before, wasn't it? They were looking summer for before him. when the, yeah, when Emery signed. My my thing is always like, what? How's he? How's he been identified as a great coach? You know, he's an assistant. Yeah. You know, why is he yeah. getting all the credit? But boy, was I wrong. I think he's done a great job. Um, mm. I think Arsenal were a mess. I still think there's he's a long way to go um, with the squad. I think he he looks to be doing the right thing. He talks a good game. I think getting them to the cup final was phenomenal beating Man City. Yeah. If they win the cup, I know Arsenal win the FA Cup nearly every year. Um but I think it would be a huge statement for him. Huge to put a, it for whichever manager, whether it's Lampard or him, put the trophy on the board. And your first um, like and this will be his first season as a manager as well, not even not a full, even a full season. season. Not even yeah. a full season. You know, to yeah. put get back into Europe um and have an, and have a trophy on the board. Absolutely massive. And likewise not to go back to Chelsea but Lampard Champions yeah. League and pick up, you're going with with the transfer ban. You're going. Oh, that looks fantastic. Mm. You don't need to look mm. at the details anymore. 
I think with Arsenal, I, um, I think there's all these young players that if they can get a tune out of them and bring in a bit more experience, I think the problem was the experience there is the likes was. of David Rees when he's not when he's not on it. And what and, and worse than that is like Mesut Ozil on on three hundred fifty grand a week, and you're just not. And it's obviously a problem with every manager that's been there. He's just not putting in the work and training. And yeah. uh, it's like, and, and then, but Arteta has dealt with that swiftly. And I think that's been great because he's been very vocal on the attitude that he wants from everybody in the club. And there's a lot of even Jurgen Klopp vibe about that. Like, you know, down to the, everybody who works in the canteen, down to everybody who cuts mm-hmm. the grass, everybody, we have to be working towards the same thing. And that's been a real positive change. Because like I was saying, I was at Emirates when Shaka gets booed off the pitch and man, was the vibe toxic at the club. Yeah. It was so toxic and it was frustration and it was, you know, you got on the, uh, that frustration is built up from 10 years of Wenger as well that he should have been gone a long time beforehand and we were getting left behind and stuff. But I've been seriously impressed with, with, with Arteta, with attitude being the number one thing. Like, it's been huge. And I think it's a little bit of, like, I've, I was talking to Leeds fans there, and we did a piece on the podcast on Leeds with uh, Stephen Harmon, and he was saying how Bielsa got rid of players early on because their fitness level wasn't up to scratch, because they weren't fit enough to play his style of football. There's yeah. definitely an, an element of that going on with Arsenal at the moment. What Arteta wants to do versus the fitness levels of what they can keep up during the game, they're nowhere near that yet. Yeah, but I think with Ozil is is an example. But I, I'd imagine Arteta went. You find another club. You know, he won't say it publicly, mm. whether it's Fenerbahce or whoever. You know, yeah. he, he linked with a number of Turkish clubs over the years, or goes back to Germany, whatever way he looks, gets rid of it. Mm. But gone. If you want to play football, if if Ozil decides to sit it out, he just becomes a figure of fun. You know exactly. You know, if he stays another season, whatever. It's a crazy contract to put him on. Arsenal's big problem is keeping a Bamiyang. Um, yep. You don't want to lose guaranteed goals. You know, he's he's very much a match winner. But Saka, the, the well, he plays everywhere. I, I, I love him. I think he's a fantastic player. Um, mm. oh, he's, he's he, like the amount of young guys that have come through that has been amazing for us. Saka, Reese Nelson hasn't done a huge amount this season, but he's been there. Joe Willock, Eddie Nketiah. Um, Emile Smith Rowe was unknown in Germany, but we've come on back. That's a real pride a that player, Arsenal yeah. Arsenal have at the moment that we haven't had in a long time of young players coming through, and it's great. But also, that will kill the toxicity around the club as yes. well. Yes, it's five or six young Arsenal players. Now they have to be up to it as well, because otherwise they'll just get you know attacked. I think Leno is a decent keeper. You know, yeah. I still, I think Kieran Tierney is a fabulous player. What a signing! What I, I think he's uh, genuinely. I, I think he's outstanding. You know, he scored yesterday, which was love. I was delighted from. He's met me, Kieran Tierney. By the way, he's met me. Oh, has uh, he? Oh, yeah, because you've you've obviously yeah you've been over there quite a bit at Celtic Park. I was at a Celtic match, and I met his parents and and Kieran Tierney after the match. Supposed to be uh, one of the nicest guys going. Lovely, like, you know, absolutely lovely. You, you know his nickname at Arsenal is Tesco's now because of the bag. <laughs> Yeah, this is Colin. Yes, Tesco. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, great player. But I think and Bellerin, I think there's still a player there. So I don't know whether it's Martinelli as well was a huge player for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just injured at the moment, but he was he was a brilliant. Any, any big club, you know, even in a crisis in mid table like Arsenal, but they're still going to be 
you know, fabulous players at every level mm. down there. The danger is, as I said, if Man City come in looking for Bamiyang. The other danger is, let's say Arsenal are fifth next season, they're, they're going well in Europe, and Pep Guardiola fucks off from Man City. And yeah. they go, oh, Mr. Arteta, do you want to come back? Yeah, you know, that, yeah, yeah. Not to, not to give you nightmares, but that kind yeah. of thing. Um, of course, yeah, yeah. We shall see. Where do you do you see our like? I, I I couldn't call Arsenal. I mean, the FA Cup final. That's always a flip of a coin because of our record in the FA Cup final. Even when we've been having shocking seasons, yeah, we can yeah. still manage to win an FA Cup. But league wise, I I couldn't call it. But I would like to think we'll finish at least in Europa places next year. I think you should be there thereabouts. I don't think I think Sheffield United finishing ninth is about you know it's kind of their ceiling in a way. Mm. I think Wolves. If they lose players, they could drift back a bit. I think Everton will come stronger next year. Yeah. Tottenham will be better next year. Um, mm. Well, with Mourinho, it's always mm. a toss of a coin. You never know. Yes. If he gets what he wants um, or gets close to what he wants, um, I think Tottenham could do well. United, I think they'll be in. I think they'll be in third. Um, Chelsea, depending on the, Chelsea, have loads of players. I think it's finding the blend. Yes. Is the thing with Chelsea. Yeah. Um, yeah. And getting a, a, probably a, a solid centre half in, but um, I just see it'd be Liverpool and City. Um, I think City will win it next year. I think Liverpool um, will there'll be just a little comeback towards the you know the you know you, you you don't know someone like Milner might decide to go to Leeds, play with Leeds in the Premier League. Yeah, um, yeah, finish yeah. career, or you know one or two players leaving. Milan um, is gone. You know, yeah, I don't know. We'd, it'll be interesting to see, but I think I, I'd fancy City at the moment. But again, the transfers could change that. You know, um, Messi could leave Barcelona and show up at Wolves. You imagine, know? <laughs> imagine the way football is. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be too surprised. Let's finish off the Premier League season with picking our our team of the season from the Premier League. Um, what's coming up? We're going to do Gareth Crook's team of the week thing here on BBC. The uh, We'll, we'll start with go, the, the formation in there is 4-3-3 I think that's fair enough we'll go with a 4-3-3 for our team season oh you decide so it's your podcast go on, for you. <laughs> well I'm not just it's just going to make it complicated to pick players here if we don't but let's start who's your goalkeeper of the season choosing from Alison Ederson Dean Henderson Rui Patricio Nick Pope and Aaron Ramsdale from Bournemouth I, I actually really like Pope um, uh, I think He's a great, he looks like a proper, I think he's England's best keeper. Yeah. I think, you know, everyone's going, oh, Alisson and Ederson are brilliant, but they're hardly making saves. Do you know what I mean? It's, um, oh, they're not letting in any goals. Yeah, because they didn't have a shot on target. Yeah. Um, I think I think Pope had a great season, and I'll, I'll give it to Pope and make give no jokes Pope. about profits. I'm. I'm. Just, I mean, for me, I just. I've just. I'm just a big fan of Ederson because I think he should be. I, I want him. I see him having the potential to be like Chilavert, taking free kicks and penalties as well. So yeah. And uh, winner of the Golden Glove as well. So uh, I just love him as a footballer, not just a goalkeeper. So we'll move on into. Uh, oh crap! I've lost the the bloody page now. Let's move on into yeah. right back. Well, I lost bloody page. Right back. Uh, the obvious choice um, would be. Trent Alexander-Arnold because of the amount of assists, etc. Um, but there's other options like um, uh, Toby Alderweireld, Aspilicueta, um, 
Uh, and but for me, I went. Who would you go with? I went for Aaron Wan-Bissaka just because purely of the fact that I don't see anybody getting past him. I watched him against Sterling. Sterling couldn't do anything against him. I thought that was brilliant. Um, so I went with Aaron Wan-Bissaka. I'm a huge, huge fan of Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Um, but I'd pick Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You can't argue with it either. You can't no, just think, I think he had a phenomenal season, and it's yes. uh, we're not picking a team to win a match here. We're picking a team the, of the players best players. That, um, uh, I picked two English players already. Am I picking an all of England eleven after criticizing oh, yeah. people for an English bias earlier? Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. Um, we'll go move on to centre half. The two I went for were. Um, I think like it's you. It's probably impossible to argue Van Dyke not being in that. So I went for uh, Van Dyke, but I went for Connor Cody as his partner. I th- I was really impressed with him this year at Wolves. I, I liked him. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's been the second best in the league. Um, God, who are the other options? Because Van Dyke. Sorry, yeah. Um, Sorry, I should have read you out some more options here. Um, Patrick Van Alholt, Rudiger. Uh, Harry Maguire, Ben Mee was very good at Burnley. Um, I like Ben Mee. Yeah. Um, uh, Nathan Aki at Bournemouth, Johnny Evans at Leicester. Interesting. I thought like Leicester had solid for a good part of the season with him and the Turkish lad, but they just seemed to fall away. Johnny Evans getting sent not sent off yesterday. Um, for some reason, Declan Rice is on this list. I don't know why he's a centre midfielder. Um, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, no. Fabinho is in here as well for some reason. Yeah, see that's that's it. There's not a huge there's not a huge standout options. Um, I was just a bit a bit of a fan of the of how Connor Cody played is why he went in there. But no, I, I think I, I I think he's had a fine a fine few seasons. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd go Americ Laporte. Um, Laporte, yeah, he wasn't. No, I, don't, I presume I presume he's not on this list because he was injured. Yeah, yeah, maybe that. So yeah, I'll leave. Let's leave it at Connor Cody. So you oh. know, sounds Irish. <laughs> yeah, or I, I did like Ben Me as well, and then for left back I went for an uh, Andy Robinson, but the, I mean again the options aren't huge on that one. Uh, no, I no think one. I I wouldn't go for um, um, Midlands based UK comedian Andy Robinson. I go for Andy <laughs> Robertson. Robertson, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, just, my Andy. dad does that all the time. Robinsons become Robertsons and Robertsons become Robinsons. Yeah, geez, uh, I didn't even realise I did that. Like he That's called he- him Dave after um, it was a Rangers left back. Oh, right. And uh, David Robertson. And I keep calling him David. And like, oh, fucking Andy Robertson, Jesus. What more does he have to do? <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> yeah, the- I think three three Liverpool defenders and a diehard Liverpool fan, Connor Cody, makes up. Yes, that's true. It's a very scouse scouse uh, back four. Um, so we're going into midfield, and for some reason, Trent Alexander Arnold is also an option for midfield. But um, whatever. That's for the different formations, he'd be wing back or something like that. Yeah, yeah, know. exactly. But there's there's some interesting options here because they're putting Raheem Sterling as an option in here, Adama Traore as well, Wilfred Zaha. Um, Son from Tottenham Hotspur, uh, Bakayo Saka from Arsenal, Declan Rice, Christian Pulisic, Joao Moutinho um, from Wolves, Mason Mount. So it's a it's a mid a midfield three: Raheem Mahrez, uh, Bruno Fernandez, and all that. Any uh, your I mean, for me, the obvious the one to go in there was KDB De Bruyne was the was first on the list for me. And Bruno Fernandez, I, I know it's yes. been half the reason, but I think for his impact. Yeah, I um, also put him in my team as well. 
Yeah, I'd have him. And I, I like Ruben Neves. I don't know if I'm missing yes. someone. I love that N'Golo Kante, but I don't think he played enough this season. Um, Neves yeah. isn't down as an option here. I don't know if he's putting the forwards or what. But the only Wolves um, players here are just Traore and Moutinho. Um, um, Mason, I think, what was my third person here? I put Kevin De Bruyne, Bruno Fernandes, and, and I think I... Well, hold on, i got to check my... Um, I gotta check my paper here. Um, let's see. Fabinho, sorry, I've missed him for some oh, reason. Fabinho, I, yeah, no, yeah. Fabinho. I put Fabinho in here as well. So that was yeah. my three: Kevin De Bruyne, Bruno Fernandez, and Fabinho. Yeah, um, no charge, correct. Um, there you are now. So that leaves us with the front three. Um, in some ways, you could kind of pick it by going with the top goal scorers, um, which I kind, of, kind of influenced me a little bit. But then you had outstanding players that didn't score as many goals, like Sterling and Riyad Mahrez. Is there anyone that you kind of, of that three, do you say is your stalwart? I, I love Greenwood, but I don't know if he's done enough for, over the whole season. Mm. Um, I, I, I could see a place for Raheem Sterling, definitely. Um um, Vardy probably yeah has to be in I think I, mm. I, I like Aubameyang as well I mean mm. um, I'm missing Agu- I love Aguero Agu- Aguero is obviously an option as well Agu- Greenwood is on the list to be fair to him fair play to him Greenwood is on the options list as is Olivier Giroud Raul Jimenez uh, Sadio Mane not to forget him and Christian Pulisic and Marcus Rashford Son is back oh. there again Harry Kane isn't on this list in tr- oh no he is he is <laughs> of course he is <laughs> actually Sadio Mane um, and I love Raul Jimenez I'm not going to pick Verdi actually after all um, Mane Jimenez and Adama Traore nice nice that's a that's a powerful front three yeah yeah uh, and try, so I went. My three were I went for Danny Ings, uh, number nine, and Sterling on his left, and Aubameyang on his right, or maybe switch those around. But yeah. it, it's but it was tough. It's like you could Mane's in there easily. Yeah, Salah interestingly is on the on the list, but um, uh, he seems to have kind of been quieter this season. Maybe it's because you've you've stolen his look. He doesn't seem as. <laughs> Um, so there you go Carl's team is Pope and Goals Trent uh, Virgil van Dijk Connor Cody and Andy Robinson Kevin De Bruyne Fabinho Bruno Fernandes and then he's gone Jimenez Mane and Adama Traore and there you go that's not a bad that's not a bad starting 11 oh decent decent side I think if I was asked tomorrow uh, I could come up with seven different players like definitely that. I think I, I said to somebody else like I have loads of scousers texting me back and arguing already but you know lots of those positions are flip of a coin you know yeah 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 I, it's funny that no I wouldn't see um, Henderson you know I, I, even there look he's, he's, that's funny he didn't even come up in conversation there yeah but he's not he, he, was, he was I don't think um I think Van Dijk was sensational. Um, mm. You know, I think Mane was sensational. I think there's there's a lot of them that were just brilliant um, all throughout the season. Henderson in the mix there, but I don't think he was of the quality. Mm. Um, I think all the qualities that they are saying about him are like qualities that he's had of leadership and off the pitch, which is absolutely fair mm. enough. It does not make him the best footballer. Exactly. It doesn't make Marcus Rashford better that he got dinners for kids, but it, you know, it's a great thing to do. But just <laughs> well done, Marcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. 
<laughs> Listen, it's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, we'll have you back on again. And um, any gigs coming up? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. I'm, I was going to say I'm in Victor Street. No, I'm. I'm I'll be in the street. Um, be in the street. Are you active on social media? Because I'm becoming less active. But I'll give you a shout out on your social media. It's Carl King Carl Gov. Is it? No, on Carl, Instagram. King of. Carl King of, sorry. And they all will be not OF, you know. Terrible, be terrible t- marketing ploy. Just change <laughs> it to, to Carlos de España or something like that. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on all, I'm on all the, um, the social medias um, and I post every month. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, Carl, thank you so much. Chat Pleasure, to you soon. Bro. Love your work. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.